Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back, Red Talks. You already know what it is. Like, comment, and subscribe. If you haven't, go over to Spotify and check us out. And I'm joined today by my special co-host, none other than Nats. Nats. Used to be, you might know me from the Lowdown. Yeah. Okay, she said you might know her from the Lowdown, so that means that the Lowdown's not happening. Right, let's just jump straight into it. Yeah, you know the me. Lowdown's I'd... over. It's finished. The Lowdown's over. Mm-hmm. Why? Not because I want it to be, put it that way. Okay, so we're not going to go into the intricate details. But um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, some different topics. And the first topic that we're going to go through is looking through your partner's phone. (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing. Don't laugh. Because this is, see, look, the women, you women think that you have this sixth sense of intuition when your man's doing something. We do. But all right. How many times have women been wrong, though? I've never been wrong. Personally, no, I'm s- no, wrong. I'm not saying you. But yes, you have been wrong. Everyone's been that. wrong. Not you think that. you've always been on point? Not you haven't always that. been on Do you point. Know what, yeah, I tell you a story. I never, ever, ever ch- checked my baby dad's phone. My previous partner, yeah, ever. This one time, something just told me to pick it up, and I had no, like, I had no inkling of him being with somebody else or seeing someone else or talking. And I went through the phone and I looked at the pictures. There's Pictures of this white girl on the phone, loads of them. Then I go to the messages because that's made me check messages, yeah. They talk every day for months. So, yeah, a woman should stick with her intuition. If you think something's happening, babe, check that motherfucking phone, innit? Or talk up. Don't check it, talk up. Because I personally wouldn't go through anyone's phone. But um, I would say something. I think it's toxic to go through your partner's phone um, because people have things that are private to them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to learn about people's privacy. You know, everyone's yeah, a right to their privacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like when you're at home and you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing or watching something that you shouldn't be watching, that's your privacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. your child was to violate that privacy or someone's violate that privacy, you'd feel a little bit like attacked. Like, yeah, I've been in that situation before. My son hacked my Instagram. What? Yeah. 
Why though? For reasons that I'm not willing to talk about. But yeah. That sounds mad. Your son hacked your Instagram. Yeah, he was going through my phone. Mad. But yeah. my thing is this though. Um you shouldn't you shouldn't go through your partner's phone. The, if you feel like someone's doing something, then that's really an indicator that there's that's that relationship is not really working, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. You should talk to the person. But they're not gonna admit it, is it? can't just go on inkling and say, yeah, I feel like you've been doing something. So See, so so sometimes your intuition is wrong then? No, it's not wrong. All right, cool. Let me give you a scenario. Because, you know, women, they just like to play these little funny games of us men. But we're going to give them the real scenarios. There was a man, yeah? Mm. And he was going through depression. Mm. Yeah? So he would, after work, he would go out and drink every night. Mm. That's what he would do. His woman said, this man is cheating on me. Yeah, but if you would know if your mum was alcoholic, if he's coming home drunk every night, there's something wrong. If he's just no, but I'm saying he, he weren't coming home drunk. He was just going to the pub, having a general drink, and just staying there because, because he, he was didn't going to be with her. No, he was just he was going through depression. Yeah, but when you're depressed, yeah, I don't know how men deal with it, but you need your partner or whoever's with you, unless you're on your own. You sink deeper into depression when you're on your own. If you have someone and you're in a relationship, you should be able to talk to them about your problems unless that person is the problem, no? N- no. Sometimes, internally, you're fighting your own demons. Everyone's fighting their that's, own demons. I feel like that's only if you lot's not compatible. No, some people are fighting their own demons, man. And they're scared to tell other people because they don't want to f- frighten that person and make that person run. So they don't want to tell you about the demons that they're fighting. It's like people going through yeah, childhood exactly. trauma. You meet someone today, you could be with someone for three years, four years, and then, and then they told you in them four years, their childhood trauma. You're like flipping on. I wonder why you're the way you are. Mm. Because of this, man. Damn, I didn't know that. But yeah, but how are you supposed to discuss something, everything with somebody before you get into a relationship with them? That's how you learn each other through a relationship no you learn each other by listening yeah so you're gonna sit down and have a 10 hour conversation about a lot of women don't listen a lot of women don't listen in conversations so they they just want to be heard they don't want to listen they want to be heard but they don't want to listen so that's where the problem lies a man could have told you something but you haven't paid it no attention a man could have told you look i'm in love with you this is like love of my life i've never actually loved anybody in my whole life i've just gone through life just no love for anything mm. but i love you and she's like yeah but well, you done this you done that, that and he's just broken down he's just giving you his heart yeah and women are still throw that away because of something that happened in the past situation though isn't it love is different if you love the person back you're gonna reciprocate it right and tell them the same thing that's a whole different situation how because to love somebody, when you love somebody, you go through everything with them. Depression, sad times. Not really. Good times. Not really. Yeah. She could be living her best life out every week, partying on the weekend. But it has every weekend. Has every weekend. She could be in the house every weekend. And in these times, he's at home playing father every weekend. We don't know the situation. Sometimes I feel like people don't actually understand that. Sometimes people... The way they're acting against you, it's nothing to do with another woman or intuition, all that rubbish. Mm. He might just be going through depression. I feel like you women don't understand that men actually go through it as well, you know? I think a woman that's been through depression will recognise if their partner... Maybe they don't, because maybe his way of dealing with it is different to the way you do with it. Maybe his way of dealing with it is that, you know, he sleeps around with lots of women. 
because mm. he just he just he just wants to feel something and he's not feeling that thing maybe his way of dealing with depression is that he just cuts off he just he cuts off listen to this listen to this listen to this look because that's just i'm giving you one scenario i'm going to give you many scenarios mm. his way of dealing with depression might be that he just cuts off all his close people everyone is close he just cut them off cuts off his mom cuts off his dad cuts off his his friend he's with you but he's mm. cut off everyone else now you don't do you see that as a depression thing yeah, I would clock that though. Would you clock it as if what though? What would you identify that as? Depression. As? Why though? If you're not around anybody, you don't want to see nobody. People that you distant. love though. People yeah. that you love. He's cut off everybody. Mm, How it. would you now know that he's going through depression? How because would you identify? That is a big sign. That's a red flag. So, all right, so what would you do to help him now? I have to get him out of the house. <laughs> Somehow. You have to slowly introduce social events. Like you, you can't just leave somebody that's depressed in the house. I've been depressed and I've been through depression. So it's not good. It's not nice. I, I feel like in 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 the case of the man feeling depressed, I feel like a lot of women don't know how to deal with it. You see, it says love me through sickness and health. You know, mm-hmm. this love is a deep thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's not when I'm up and everything's going right for me. Mm-hmm. What about if my legs go tomorrow? What about yeah. if if all my hair my hairline goes back? Are you still gonna love me? You know what I'm saying? It's easy to love me now. Would you love me if my hair, my my hairline went back and back? Would you still have love for me? This guy's such a dickhead. <laughs> real but, um, talk, though. Yeah, no, my- it's real. It's real. I don't know. I mean, the hairline's a lot. <laughs> it, it is. It's real, though. Don't let her lie. She's laughing now, but it's real. It's real in the but field. But you have to get some laser treatment. No laser there. treatment. My man's getting bald and keeping the big beards. Yeah. With the mad 500-pound Cartier glasses. If I if my hairline starts receding, yeah, may the Lord protect my hairline. But if it does, bro, I'm going out gracefully. I'm not these guys that be holding on to me. <laughs> and they got the whole thing here. Brother, let it go. I feel bad go. for the people that get that you in the hair. Like, you know, they're, no, they're just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's yeah, no, a lot. The hairline's a lot still, can't lie. Blood, the hairline is a matter. But, like, hold tight the men that are do, dealing with it, like real men. They're just balding their head. See me, I'm that you guy. You have no choice. I'll be in the mirror like this every day. Pay for some hair. Or... No, I'll just bald it and I'll shine it. Like ghosts, yeah. Shine and I wear bare woolly hats, yeah, and little hats certain times. You know what I'm saying? I'd wear them little, you know, them pimp hats. Them little, you know, them little pimp the hats. Pimp, the, the pimp little, hats. The pimp hats, little round things. Oh, the, be, that's, yeah. that's a granddad hat. That's not a pimp hat. No, them not, pimp hats are them big round things. Right? Yeah, them not the ones. Oh, I'd be wearing the pimp hats. No. I'd be wearing the pimp hats. No. Yeah. I'd be the 50 year old granddad, bruv. Don't but play with me, bro. In my in my Mercedes with my Rolly on. Talking yeah. about, yeah, we say, huh? We say, huh? I'd be one of them old school guys, bro. Mm-hmm. Pushing up the prostitutes of the hall. No, 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 but no prostitutes. Yeah, that's <laughs> she what you're gonna mad. be getting in that she hat. She went mad. <laughs> she went mad about prostitutes. That is what all prostitutes? you're gonna be getting in that hat, bro. That no. hat and that ride, that's what you're gonna be picking bruv, up. You'd you be surprised. These mm. young girls, bruv, they, all, they all you have to do is flash some cash and then these young girls yeah. be throwing the ass. That's what you think, and then you get out with your walking stick and your barlet. They're gonna bruv, be they'll they're caress that but all right, let me tell you something. All right, cool. Alright, you wanna hear something now? Alright, check this now. There's an old guy that comes from workplace, he's an old guy named man. He's like He's in his 70s, 80s. He's like, Mm-mm. yeah, my girlfriend in Ghana. I got my girlfriend in Ghana. I have to buy her phone and send her phone. Remember with the excess? 
He, no, he, no, no excess. He got the 12 Pro Max. Mm. I said, old man, why are you paying 89 pounds? I was the best, man. So he bought the phone. In six months' time, when he unlocks it, man's sending it to his gal abroad. The gal's got him on lock. She's sending him little pictures and that. The old man's like, my girlfriend. Yeah, he's a sugar daddy. Brother, he doesn't mind being sugar daddy. He's working at 80-something years old. Mm, he's man. working. Do you so know how many sugar daddies go- I could have if I wanted? I've got about four of them in my DMs, bro. It's not about sugar Why not, man? Take their money, man. Mm-mm. Let's go buy some food of it. Nope. I told one of them now, send some dough, bro. Transfer some money right now so I, I can go eat some money. Chinese food. No. I want some Chinese food right now. Oh, it's degrading. I don't want... Uh, I'd never want a sugar daddy, ever. What's your thoughts on sugar daddies? I think they're fucking perverts. They're nasty. Why would you want to buy... Like... No, I don't get it. I don't get it. They make me sick. I feel like when, old, you're, when you're an older man... men wanting young women and just showering them with gifts so they can get sex. No. Don't like it. It's, it's, that's prostitution. I think a lot of young girls out there um, are looking for sugar daddies. Do you think? Hundred percent. Really? Hundred percent. Not a sugar daddy. Maybe a slightly older man. Like I don't know, a few years. But because I'm older sure. men usually have their life in check, like with money wise. Do you think? Yeah, their money's always. If you're a forty-year-old man and your money's not up. You're done out here. I'm just yeah, real with you. Well, you're done out here. Like you're done out here. If you're 40 years old and you <laughs> ain't working and got a good job, like you got your finance on point, your credits on I point. Mean, people are stable at that age. That, that is the age should be mm. stable though. Like, you know, through your 20s, you might have messed up your credit and mm. done some funny stuff. 100%. 30s, you had some bad relationships. 40s, you're in that mindset where you kind of know what you Life want. begins at 40. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can become a millionaire at 40. Yeah, like, start 100%. a business and grind for the next five years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? By the time you're 50, your children have got generational wealth. I mm. think that's the right way to be. Yeah, mm. I, I don't think that you should be 40 years old and be still be, like, chasing gal, going to parties no, every week. hell no. That, and like, that's there's bear that do that, though. I know bear man that are still on that. Loads of them. Yeah, that's And they probably have women at home as well. Yeah, nasty. You lot are fucking out of order. But there's a lot of women that do that as well. I don't know them. It's a lot of women, yeah? That's why the, the terminology MILF was created. M-I-L... Mum, I'd like to F. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. Why do you think that terminology was made? <laughs> because there's mums that people would like to Because fuck. when I was a young boy, those older girls used to always try to, like, move to me, you know that? When I was a proper young boy. I, Is it? Yeah. Big women? Bruv, I ain't gonna lie to you, bruv. You're I can't even. I, I can't I even speak on the camera. It's all mad. But there was an older woman, and I was. I think I was like at least 19, 20, 21 and she was in her thirties, bro. She was in her big thirties because yeah. she had a fourteen-year-old dude at that time. And yeah, was, and I was young, and I remember the youth used to listen to my tunes. The youth used to listen to my tunes, so the youth mm. would come home and be like, "Yeah, I heard this tune, Mum. Where to tell on radio? It's my man because this is the grind era." So I'm like, "Raw, the youth must be like what." How did you feel at that point? The youth must be 28, 29. The youth probably sees me. He probably follows me. He probably sees Mm-mm. me. Like, I swear that's my man used to come to my house. Yeah, bro. Mm-mm. Mad thing. And how long was you doing that? How long was you doing that for? Until until the prison system caught me. Until the police caught oh, me. Kid. There's only two ways that at this you know, road life. Prison or, or death. People's just beating out his mum. That's horrible. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you, that's, that's wrong on so many levels. You know what's really wrong? That she flipping groomed me. Yeah, that's I was groomed. 
You was not groomed. She groomed me. Yes, you she did. Yes, she did. Willing. She did. You I was, was a f- I was a twenty one year old boy. She was a big thirty something year old woman, bro. If you're twenty one, you're old. You're of age. No, man. I'm still. If I was a big f- age that I'm at now, and I was linking an eighteen year old girl, no, what she's you definitely say? wrong. I don't agree. No, all right, no, no. What's the what's the scenario now? If I'm 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 in my age now, yeah, and I'm linking an eighteen year old, nineteen year old no. girl. What, what's wrong? But well, she's legal, though, isn't she? What's wrong yeah. with that? Yes, she's legal, but it's disgusting. Alright, what about if I married her then? No, hell no. Why not? Because that's that's wrong. But she wanted to though. No. That's she's vulnerable. She's young. Alright, so what, what's live. what's your thoughts on arranged marriages? Because arranged marriages now, I might be an older man of a younger woman, but the family have arranged it. No, so arra- what's wrong with Arranged marriages don't work like that. Some might do. No, because arranged marriages marriages are more like for cult Indian cultures and Stuff like that. Like they don't, you don't just marry. They're not gonna marry their daughter, their eighteen-year-old daughter, to a forty-four-year-old man or thirty-five-year-old. If man. he's got guala, why they're not? They're not gonna do it. It's illegal. It's not illegal. It's illegal. But you know, it in North, be illegal. All right, all right, cool. Let me just break something down to you. In North Carolina, they just changed the um the age of getting married to sixteen. It was fourteen before. So, fourteen-year-old woman, it was law, part of the law in North Carolina in America. To get married at fourteen. So That's, you can't even have sex at fourteen. Legal age sixteen. Like yeah, that. well, but you can still marry and then wait until she's sixteen. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? But that's in North Carolina in America. I mean, I don't disagree with arranged marriages at all, but I just, I don't know if I'd be happy to take part in one. Would you do an arranged marriage for any of your children? No. Okay, so all right, cool. Let me break this down. You've got a bridge in. I would have to see that child from. I don't know. It'd be. T- I don't know. If I would let my kids have an arrangement. Possibly. I don't know. It'd have to be... I wouldn't want to say no because I've never been through the experience of having to do that, but I don't know. If I knew that the girl was the perfect person for my son and I thought she'd be perfect, then why not if he... But I wouldn't force it. What do you mean you wouldn't force it? I wouldn't force it. Like, you have an arranged marriage, yeah, but you don't necessarily have to go through with it. What do you mean? So, if your parents are setting up your marriage, say you're five years of age, and eight, at 18, you're going to get married to this girl. Yeah. But at 18, if you meet the girl and you don't want to marry her... I might be a to. big man and seen that girl and said, I want to marry her when she's 18. No, I can't, man. No, I don't agree with them. Sorry. But that's arranged marriage, though. Yeah, but that's disgusting. She can say no on the day if she doesn't feel man, but obviously, yeah, she but might still, feel man. why would you... Uh, for me, I wouldn't let my kid go and marry a man. That's but you know, in some cultures, yeah, it's it's the norm for younger girls to marry older men because older men know how to take care of them. And what culture is that? Bear cultures. Oh. That bear cultures, like African culture, Asian country. It's only I, I'm saying everything from this side of the that and side how of old the world. Is the youngest? But the west, the west side of the world. We believe that we make up our own rules, what's right and what's wrong. So your child can have sex with 10 men from like 13 to like 18 years old. And at 18, she can get married to, to some guy that's her age. I feel sometimes we we we, we have made our own... 13, huh? 10 men at 13? Sorry. Who's, who's 13-year-old daughter sleeping with man, firstly? And 10? <laughs> Before they get married at 18? <laughs> It's impossible, wow. You think these 13-year-old girls are not getting drilled? By the time they're 18, they're porn stars. This is the country I mean, I don't know what in. these girls are like nowadays, but when I was growing up, it weren't like that. We're talking about a whole different era. Do you know what? An older guy came into my workplace yesterday <clears throat> and he said to me, you know, back in the day, girls never used to want to give head. 
but they'll give you the pum. He said, now nah, I said to him, the whole dynamics has changed. A gal would rather give you head than give you pum pum. It's that, it's, it's that really? now. Yeah. That's what you think, but that's not necessarily. Not I'm just saying, saying that's what he said to me yesterday. He was having a conversation about like the kids are done out here and like all of this stuff. Yeah. And he's saying that some girls that come from certain Muslim families, they don't want to lose their virginity. So they'll do everything else with youths except break their virginity with man. So they'll do all kinds of like really? illicit acts. Yeah, that's mad. So. Like a girl will do like, I can't even sit on camera because I've got like. I'm just trying to save it for. The 18 year olds, I don't want 18, anyone that's under 18, I don't want you watching my podcast thinking mad. It's a bit so. late for that, man. Why? Because they, if they're watching this episode, they've watched half of it already. You can't turn around and tell them to turn off the TV now. You gonna turn it off? They don't think so. Yeah, but um Yeah, so that's what it is. I can't really I, me personally, I can't speak on what other people do. All I can say is that I don't think there's nothing wrong with arranged marriages. And I don't no, care if what the ages are. No, I there has to be an age bracket. No, no, I'm saying if if like the age is below a certain age, I think at the age of 18, 19, you kind of if you get your daughter married at that age, that's a good thing, I think personally, because yeah, but sometimes it might not be a good thing because if, if you're letting your... For a woman, yeah? A woman that hasn't experienced anything other than one person, she's going to get to a certain age and want to try something else. Okay, is that is that what you wanted to do? When I was in my relationship, yeah. <laughs> Ross! Hey, hold up, hold up! Hold up, hold up, hold up. Go on, now explain that, explain that. I was in... My relationship from young, and when I fell pregnant with my twins, I was nineteen, and I kind of I wasn't with the person until I fell pregnant, which is not great, but it's whatever. So we just ended up together. Like, what was we meant to do? I was pregnant with twins. I was his friend previous, so the respect levels were there, and it so you couldn't just walk away. And that's how I ended up in a fifteen-year relationship. It was good at first. But we didn't really experience nothing. We had kids straight away. We did nothing. So after a while, kind of just felt like I'd never been out dating anybody. I'd never done anything like that. So I just wanted to try something else. Did you try something else? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not even funny. I'm what? sorry. What? What? I'm what? sorry. Aye. It's heating up this week, boy. Aye. Hey, but listen. I mean, we broke up multiple times. Got back but you know what? I, I feel like, and this is what I said about marriage. If she's married, though, it's a difference because that's the man she wants to be with. She don't know any different. She ain't going to want any different because she ain't going to know what different is. It's the moment that she starts stirring that pot <coughs> of no, curiosity. Yeah, you have to have experience because now I know what I want. Like, I don't have to. If I was to get married now, I wouldn't cheat i wouldn't do none of that because i've experienced life a little bit more and i know what i want i definitely know what i don't want so it's different some women have to go through experiences some women don't some women can learn from their parents or their friends but i was no i feel like experience is the best teacher mm. because it's it, it's it, it's your body mm. it's your mind it's your soul it's everything that you've been through i don't feel like any book can teach you more than your experiences can I teach also you. feel like People think they're in love, but they don't necessarily know what love is. Do you know what I mean? I thought I've been in love bare times. I'm not saying I don't have love for people that I've been with, mm. but it's not 
love as to what I thought it was. What is your definition of love? I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's more than one thing. It's a bit of everything. It's loyalty. It's, it's respect. It's, I don't know, wanting the best for each other. I just support. It's a lot of things. It's a lot. I think love is is forgiveness. forgiveness I generally think, I, think, I feel like if you can't find in your heart to forgive someone, you don't truly love them because mm. in love you're going to feel pain yeah 100% because I agree. love the opposite to love is what hate mm-hmm. there's a thin line between love and hate but I think love is pain because you could love someone so much that it hurts you your soul it makes mm. you like wanna it hurts your heart that you love this person so much you don't ever want that person to ever leave like I love my mum mm. to the point where the thought of her not being on this planet I just want to cry it breaks my heart. Like I break down. That's a breaking down moment for me. Just thinking that my mom's not gonna be knowing that reality is she's not gonna be here forever. Mm. But just I love my mom so much that it's painful to even think that thought in my mind. It just hurts me, my soul. I just feel like something's ripping out of my heart. And imagine if she did go. I wouldn't know how to deal with that. Does it make sense? That's my love for her. So I feel like love is pain, and also forgiveness, because. When you love somebody, you have to find it in your heart to forgive that person for stuff that they're gonna do to you. You know, any long-term relationship, don't get this twisted. These 40, 50, 60 year olds that have been together for 20, 30 years, trust me, they've gone through shit together. The woman mm-hmm. and the man. No, it's not just been one. Woman could have, you know what I'm saying, yeah, done something with John at work. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Away from from things when they get hard, not at all. But if you're walking away from something because it's toxic. It's different. But what's what's the, what's what's toxic? What does that word actually mean? It's always the energy levels in the house, isn't it? It's you can see when something's toxic because it will rub off on everyone around you. Everyone's attitude will stink. No one want to do nothing. It's always an argument. But do you? I feel like sometimes we we claim toxic when it's not really toxic. Okay. So for instance, like what I would call toxic is different to what you would call toxic. Go on. Me, I would call toxic. Um, a woman always wanted choosing to fight for no reason. Like just creating unnecessary problems. Problems that don't exist but creating them. That is toxic. But yeah. I, I did that in my last relationship. Without but the reason, realizing. you know the reason why people do that? This is my fault. The reason why people do that is because they don't want to be in that relationship. Yeah. So they're looking for any kind of route to get out. Mm-hmm. Like my brethren, he would say that he would create arguments so that he can leave the yard. So yeah. why? He thought, this woman thought that he was doing it so that he can cheat. Well, he was doing it because he so just he, can get out. he just wanted to get away from her because mm. she was always causing arguments over stupid stuff. Like mm. they'll be sitting there watching a movie. He pick up his phone. She be like, "You never love me. That's all you love is yeah, the no, phone." Yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah, come on, man. Like, mm. is it really that deep? Then you say you will be sleeping. She be like, "You're snoring too loud." He's like, "Bruv, I can't do yeah, anything." But you see, right. when you feel like I love with someone, yeah, everything irritates you. Like everything, they could say something, and you just like, "What the fuck do you mean?" Like just. Just little things, isn't it? They could close the fucking door the wrong way. But do you think that people can fall out of love to fall back into it? No, I feel like um, when it's gone, it's gone. It's, it's finished. I mean, you can still have love for somebody because if you have kids with that person, there's always something, but it's not that. Do you know what I mean? So you're you're thinking there's no reconciliation after the, the after the love is gone. No, after love's gone, it's gone. Like, and that's from experience. <clears throat> like, I don't... 
I would never get back with my ex. For what reason? Because I don't love him like that. Do you think that um I was talking about this on my um about my life two days ago. Do you think that some men don't know how to take breakups? Definitely. <clears throat> some men take it really hard. They pretend they're all right, but they're not. Yeah, I'm not gonna say too much more on that. But I think um <clears throat> it all starts from when somebody wants to feel loved and that comes from something that happens in their childhood to them. See, a lot of times, and I always talk about this topic and I'll keep talking about this topic because I feel like it's a topic that nobody talks about. A lot of times we bring childhood traumas into our relationships. Mm. We want someone to be a certain way or do a certain thing because of what we've been through. The fact of the matter is this, we can't make somebody how we want them. We've got to accept them for who they actually are. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing for most people is to accept people for who they actually are. I feel like the moment you accept someone for who they are, that's the moment you become happy. So I always see man, yeah, that used to have pen gal back in the day when he was younger with some fat dead things now. No disrespect to the fat man girls. said fat dead things. Like, no disrespect to the big girls. I was and no fat disrespect like to the six things. months ago. So you would be with the big things, yeah? Maybe and months. And I'd think, raw, what? But he was a fly guy. He was like the fly girls. Now... From the outset of it, I'm looking at it from a very ignorant point of view. Maybe that woman was slim and put on weight because she had his children and stuff like that. And she's at where she's, she's at. Depressed. But he's actually accepted her for who she is I and he loves her. I put on about, okay, so my average weight is about 10 and a half stone, yeah? I was 16 stone 10 months ago. Why was that? Because of the depression in my relationship. Why was you depressed and it's not in because the relationship? of the person. I don't want to sit here and slag off my ex. Like, I just... He's not a bad person like that. He just wasn't for me. What does that mean? What do you mean? He wasn't for you. What does that mean? He just weren't for me. I I don't know. The love just disappeared, didn't it? That's why I feel like... That's why I say I don't feel like I've experienced true love before. Because I don't feel like I know what that feels like. Because when you experience true love, it's... It's from both people. It's from you and the other person. Yeah, but how can you not know what true love is? I don't feel like I've... I feel like I've thought I was in love. Maybe I was, but just not fully. I don't know. Maybe because I've never seen it. My mum was never in a, um, a secure relationship for a long time. Don't even wrong, I have a stepdad. He was around, but their relationship wasn't fantastic. So I've never seen a loved up couple like to know what to do in a relationship. Does that make sense? I said what I had to say. Yeah, I just feel like you have to this experience you monkey see, monkey do. When you see your parents love each other, then it's easy to give love to somebody else. Cause that's the same when you learn how, when you see someone forgiving someone so I said to you love is forgiveness and the reason why I say that is because in love I've realised that both parties are going to hurt each other see I used to think why is she hurting me I never used to realise that I was hurting but her but what would hurt you though all kinds of things like words 
the words that hurt me and cut the most deep, and I've said this on a few of my topics, is um, a woman says you ain't done nothing for her and you've put my freedom on the line for you. Mm. I've gone out there and I've done things to other people's children. People say things in anger, though. I don't care. I believe in anger, your truthful side really comes out. I love having arguments with my friends. Mm. I love seeing you for who you truly are. Mm. Say it, bro. I'm a clout chaser. I'm a pussy. I'm a this, I'm a that. Say it. Say it with your chest. You really mean that, don't you, my brother? You really hate me. This is all fake. Doesn't mean that it's all fake. Just means that you lot's communication skills is shit. Like I believe, I I've, I fall out of a lot of females because they don't know how to be real. Like I'm a very real person. If I have a problem, I'm gonna talk it. I'm gonna tell you I don't like that, and it, I feel like you're moving a certain way, and I don't like it. But most females can't take it, and will bitch back at you. No, it's because of this, and I haven't done that, and they can't accept that they've done something that the other person doesn't like. Whereas if my friend come to me and said that. Like, that was wrong, man. Like, I would listen, isn't it? Because you're my brethren. And if I've done something to hurt you, I don't, I'm not going out of my way to hurt you. So I would want to know about it so we can fix it. Not, if I didn't care, then I would tell you to fuck off, innit? Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's Pete. Um, I don't know, man. I can't, I like stirring the waters to catch the fish. I like to, to stir waters. Oh, so you stir up shit. I like to stir waters to catch fish. He said he is a shit stirrer. No, 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 not a shit stirrer. No, I like. I like gonna stir the pot. (laughs) Yeah, I do to a certain extent. When I want to catch fish, so I don't stir the waters all the time. But if I feel like, see, I have my own intuition. Throw stones. So I don't have my own intuition, but my intuition ain't with my partner. My intuition is with my friends. Mm. Sometimes I feel like my friends are moving a little bit funky with me. Mm. So. I'll say certain things to them to see reactions. Mm. And then from their body language, their facial expression, how they move, it will tell me more than what I need to know because mm. from being like on the roads and being in a gang, I learned a lot mm. of life skills. I learned to look into a man's eyes and tell if he's on it or not. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's why more times I don't even look into people's eyes certain times. Like for conversation, if I'm mad with someone, I don't look into their eyes because if I look into their eyes, and I see something that pisses me off, like I see fear or I see them trying to rage on me or something, mm. it's going to make me want to just strangle you to death. So more time, I don't, if I'm mad at someone, I don't look at them in their eyes, I don't make eye contact. That's one of the signs, you know, I'm pissed off with you and I just can't make eye contact with you. It's just, I'm, I'm so mad that if the more I make eye contact to you, because when I'm making super eye contact to you, I'm actually a serious person. My man comes to me and he starts shouting, but I'm looking in his eyes to see if he's really ready to die. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Like I'm looking in his eyes saying, brother, I'm looking if he's got the same look that I have. So if you don't see the look, you're going to leave him to just have his rant and walk away. If I see that look in his eyes and it looks like mine, like that kind of, I'm about to assault you, I'm assaulting him first. Yeah, of course. But if you look in his eyes when you're arguing and you know he's not really on it, what do you do? It depends. It depends how far he's gone and what he's done. Because sometimes I see he's not on it and I'll smoke him for that. That's I'll straight see fear. I'm like a wolf. I see the fear in his eyes. Just a tiny bit. Okay. I can see that. Some men will act hard here, but then one, just one second will show me that they're not on it. And I'll be like, mm -mm. yeah, that's the moment that I'm going I'm <laughs> to... I'm like a wolf. I'm smelling blood. Mm. I've always been that type. But... Because of that, I've learned about humans. Mm. I've learned about people in general, like even girl, and I've learned about things. Mm. And I'm looking her in the eyes and I'm asking her certain questions and how she's moving. Like, right, so what? Who, who's that on your phone? Oh, it's no one. Why are you looking down for? Mm. Oh, I'm not. And then now you're making eye contact because you clocked that I've clocked you. Mm -hmm. Don't try that game now. Keep that same energy mm. that you just had a second ago. I'm body language as well, so I get that, man. So I understand that. So someone can't fool me trying to be something that they're not around me. You can't be something you're not. If you're a hoe, I'm going to know you're a hoe. If you're flipping frigid, I know, I'm going to know you're frigid. Mm. If you're flipping, I will know from your body language and how you move, I will know. I will know straight away everything I need to know. And that's yeah. why I'm who I am now because I read people because i was been reading people from the moments when i was on the estate with a hundred men and there was six men out of a hundred men that i used to roll there's only about three men that was actually on it like if it came down to it he'll probably stand like That's 10 toes ends, though, but you have a hundred men i know this guy's a clown he's just a joker i like him because mm. he busts bare jokes you know who you are i'm not gonna see your name on camera i'm not gonna disrespect you a big man now I'm not going to say your name now, but you know who you are. You was a wussy. You wasn't about this life. Yeah, you got slapped up. We all remember. Man's mum boxed you. All right, cool. No problem. It's all love now, and I don't have nothing against you. But we knew you weren't a road dude. We knew that. Mm. 
Man saying you're an idiot. Class. He was an idiot. He was an idiot. But he was a funny guy. He was mm. very funny. And that's why we liked him. Mm. You had other men that weren't really on it. But if they see me on it, they will be on it. Mm. So your life's in danger if they see me move mad. But if I'm relaxed, they probably will move a little mad. So mm. I've, I learned how to read people. Even gal in the crew, I could look at certain gal and be like, she's beating my man. Mm. I don't even know the story. I'm just, The body language, how they're moving... He's beating that gal. I already know the way he talks, the way she moves, he's beating that. Mm. There's no way he could have said that to her. But most people can clock that though. Come on, man. What do you mean? If someone's beating someone or not. That's but then I can read body language, so I clock these things as well. But I feel like most people can tell. But reading body language is actually a skill. Do yeah, you know yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Police do it in the police station. I know. Yeah. See a man's in an interview room, a man's like, no comment, no comment. Mm-hmm. But their face is mm-hmm. saying, I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. See certain man, they go in the police station and they are flipping acting Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. They're Denzel Washington in the to. police yeah. station. You have to. Their man there like I've this. I've been there so many times. Look, I, I never knew. <laughs> man, you're like, <laughs> he needs an Oscar. He needs an Oscar. <laughs> man i love them man but them man need to be able to if them man can take them skills and then actually apply it to acting them man will be yeah, flipping oscars stuff. winners yeah. i'm telling you <laughs> but um hold tight um like me personally like i said i can read um people so i like reading people and my bridges are my bridges but sometimes i like to see what where they really stand with me and that's yeah, the only 100%. way you can do that is by having an argument with them do you think 100 percent you're never going to get the truth out of man. Because when man really argues, everything that he had inside of his heart, he's going to come out on his tongue, especially if he's an ignoramus mm. that speaks everything that comes on his head. He thinks that makes him gangster. In my mind, that makes you weak. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. A man thoughts. being able to say every single thing that comes to his head, he has no self-restraint. Mm-hmm. Meaning that he, that he is actually weak. Mm. I used to be that person, you know, if I was cussing out people. Not anymore. It took me a long time, but yeah, I just let it rip. I don't even think that's gangster. I think the gangster one is the one that can sit there and hold back. And yeah. just be like... But it took me a long time to learn that. Though. Just watching the person, he's like, okay. I was an angry kid. I was always getting arrested for violence. Violence? What are you doing with violence, bro? What are you talking about? I was an angry child. And that's all to stem from childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. But this is something that we don't speak about. And this is, I see me, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of us, and this is not, I think people take this offensive when you say this, we need therapy. Mm. We need counselling. The black community don't have, we look at it like we got mental health if we go counselling. No, we need healing. I've tried it. I tried counselling. No, I no. Like the woman was trying to patronise me. I knew more of the answers myself. I was telling her work. Like, she was like, well, you've seen that you don't really need to be here. I said, that's because I know what my problem is. No, see, 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 that's a bad counsellor. You need to get the right people for you because not every counsellor is like that. That's one bad thing. But I'm saying I had a man from Australia that was counselling me when I was in year 11, I think. Or year 10, one of them years. I can't remember. But they said I had a violence problem. That like I was too mm-hmm. violent. I thought I was a normal child, mm. personally. But as weeks went past, and my man went through my past, I started to realise that, bruv, man's mm-hmm. kind of had like a... Like, he brought up memories that I forgot about. Like, mm-hmm. when man shanked the teacher when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. I forgot I even stabbed the teacher when I was six years old. So... so. so I remember I chased that um, Irish boy around my school playground with a laugh from the, from the classroom. He's called me a black bitch. 
See what I'm saying? So mm. I forgot that I even done that. When he brought all them things back and like there was a history, is that? Like, but why is there history? And then when we got to the root of the issue, for me personally, it helped me because mm. I could identify where the problem was. And and this is the reason why I say a lot of times to people, and I, I feel no way of saying it, even if my parents watch it, sometimes your parents are the cause of a lot of shit that you go through in your life. Instead of raising you in a positive and a clean environment, they're raising you in some dark place, and then that leads to you pushing your darkness out there. A lot of these mm. kids that are walking around with knives right now are at home suffering from traumas from their parents. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree with that. But you'd be surprised, though. Some kids have it patterned, and it's just not enough. They'll see other kids out there, and they think it's the in thing to do, so they want to be the leader, so they're going to just roll with the knife. Some kids don't always have problems at home with their parents. Some kids' parents are not fucking there all the time. They're at work. That's true. And that's another thing, then. If you're not spending time with your children, then how do you know what they're going through? Of course. I feel like, as parents, we need to be there more proactively in our children's not just lives, but inside of their minds mm-hmm. and understand what's going on with them. Because children go through their own stuff as well. I was going through my own stuff as a child. I don't mm-hmm. think none of my parents knew what I was actually going through. Mm-hmm. Like, I might have had a girlfriend. She broke my heart. I don't think my mum gave a shit at that point. There See? was a point in my life where I felt like I was on my own, that like no one understood me at all. What age was you, in, what age was you roughly, when you think that? 14 to 17. See, same with me. See, I can relate to you, even though you're a woman and you're probably on the other side of London, you're, you're from North, I'm from South, we can still relate to that same thing right there. And that's not because me and you, are, we went through the same things, same people, totally different cultures. But guess what? The parents were still the same. I felt like at the age of 15, 14, I felt like, I felt like everybody left me for myself. Maybe that's because our parents are not spending enough time with us. And I'm not just talking about having conversations i'm talking about spending time like taking us on holiday and teaching us and mm. showing us things because the only time i felt like i ever got close with my I've pups i've never had a holiday with my mom yeah see ever. the only time i had a close experience with my pups was when i was 16 years old mm. imagine me saying that to you i went through all my life he's only 16 i actually felt like me and him got close and then he done a madness to me on holiday and i was like bloody hell this guy messed up all of this all of this building like i actually felt like i was close to my pups and actually at the point where i was about to say Yo, I love you, dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was right at that point, and man done something. I was like, "Fuck this nigga." Mm. See what I'm saying? So, a lot of kids go through that, and I'm I feel like a little bit open. I'm feel, I'm a little bit more mature now that I can speak about these things. I couldn't speak about mm. this ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah, I don't know. My I could either. not. I know what he looks like. I've been around his company once, but what I felt from him, he had other children in it, and I was, I didn't matter, so I never went back. Why? Why didn't you matter? Because I didn't matter, man. He, I had a sister used to live 10 minutes from me. And he used to live in Barking. But he would come every weekend to pick her up. Come and see her. Take her out. He spent time with her, innit? She was only a year older than me. Or two years older than me, I think she is. But do you think that's because your mum was giving him stress? Cause sometimes no, because my mum was fine in a loving relationship. She didn't care. Her mum was crackered. And that's why he told me, oh, I had to, because... Her mum was a crackhead, so... Just kind of got a point, though. Fair enough, but I was five minutes from her house. When I... F- the first time I met him, um, I asked my mum to take me to him. I was asking her for months, she wouldn't take me. 
she said she would, but she said when the time's right. Anyway, this one particular time he was playing football and I went there and she pointed him out to me and I ran over to him and I hugged him and he said to me, who are you? Oh, shit. And there was a lot of people there in my belly's growling. I'm starving. <laughs> but um, yeah, he said, who are you? So from then, I will never forget that day, innit? What did that do to you? What did that do to you mentally? I just felt like non-existent at that point. Because with my mum, she's a single mum, innit? So she was looking after my other siblings. So I never really got time to chill and talk with my mum how I would like would have liked to anyway. So it was just, I just had to get on with it. That's peak. That's peak. Um... But then my mum would make me have a relationship with my sister, so she would come round to the house. So I'd have to listen to her talk about her dad. Her dad or your dad? Both of your dads? Her dad, because he's not mine. Mm. Do you think that um, growing up like that, that means you always want your children to have their father in their life? 100%, yeah. And that's what made you probably stay in your relationship longer than you should have been in there? Definitely. Even though it probably wasn't conducive and Mm -hmm. productive to your well-being mentally? Yeah. I feel like sometimes we suffer and this is what I said about childhood traumas you know I I look at it bad from both views but then look how my mind thinks yeah mm. and my mind's always been like this why are you having a baby for a man that doesn't want to be a father mm. I feel like a lot of times we're not in the we're not in the Middle East or in countries where you can't like there's no such thing as contraception and there's no such thing as and I'm not saying to anyone get an abortion, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. there is options in this country. Mm. In other countries, there's no options. Because I used to ask my brethren about this recently. I was like, bruv, how is these women in Yemen having children and not being able to feed them? Like, what the hell? And then mm. they said to me, so I'm wise. They're like, they ain't got no contraception. So if they're having sex with their husbands, they're going to get pregnant. And my husband's not going to tell them to not have the child so they're gonna have the child and it's born into this poverty and they now they're finding a way to how to give it to them so i was like oh that's kind of deep i didn't really look at it like that. i was just yeah. thinking why are you having children if you if you can't even provide for them you know what i'm saying because that's the western way of thinking mm-hmm. does it make sense i don't want to have four children because i'm not going to provide in the uk your children will never go hungry mm-hmm. let's keep it real if you heard a child had needed food right now course, what would you do right now as a person right now if you heard a child needed food take shopping what would me if if you would do that and I would do that? How many million other people would do that? Everybody if we hear a child, even if we don't even know the person, mm. and we heard, yeah, I would give my last bit of money to feed someone. Come on, man! I got a doll. I'd cry my wallet and I'd say, "Bro, what do you need?" I'd mm. buy everything the child needs and to bring it to them. Mm. We're in the West; it's not like that. Mm. You got a social system that is designed to keep that going. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Of you got a government. You got there's so many different entities in this country, but in other countries, there's no entities. You just either got your family or that's it. And if they're struggling, we're all struggling. So, But they grow up happy, though. Who? Most of them kids... No, no, no. Happiness is not determined of what you have. Mm. Happiness is on your environment and being grateful for what you have. I feel gratefulness, and I always say this, gratefulness is the the cure to depression. Mm -hmm. When you're grateful for what you have, even if it's a little, that's Mm -hmm. your depression gone. So um, that's not even there here or there, but... My point of what I was trying to make is that sometimes, yeah, we're looking at the problem that women are having babies for men that don't want to be fathers. And some of the men are telling the women from the beginning, don't have my you because I don't want to be with you. Now, 
can you actually get mad with a man if you have his you and he says, I'm not going to be there for you because I don't want to you with you? I mean, if you're not in a relationship and no, I think just if you choose to, to do that, you're making that choice from the beginning to be on your own. So you need to do it on your own. Can you be mad at the man though? You can be mad, but you can't force it. But he's, isn't it? But I'm saying. Of course it's going to hurt. No, but I'm saying, wouldn't, isn't it stupid to even be in that situation? Why, why wouldn't it make yeah. more sense to be... Some people, some women don't care. Some women, I know women that are 36 and they ain't got no kids and they're like, I will have anyone's baby at this point. I, don't, I wouldn't even tell them. If I felt pregnant, is what is. That, that's some women, uh, they don't care, isn't it? They just want to... Hey, man, then be careful, bruv. You hear what she just said? There's some <laughs> yeah, girl out kids, there... I'm not looking for no kids, but yeah. Some Big man, know. listen, out there... There's a woman out there that will have your you and run off of your you, bruv, because she just wants to have a you. This probably happened loads of times. Like, there's how much men out there that don't know they've got kids, bro? Or there's that long-lost sibling that comes to find you how many years later? You know who them know kids are? You know, them kids are the ones in the music videos going, Chef Man Down in his fault! Have Man Down in swimming like, boat. That's them youths! <laughs> Chef Man Down in the fault! Have Man swimming like, boat. Like, that's them youths! Yeah. That's the new. Who's your dad? I don't know who my dad is. F that man. Man, I don't care about them, man. Man, I'll bust on them old as what? Yeah. I mean, a percentage probably would be. Mad thing. This is why, bro, I'm scared. I'm scared, man. This new generation is scary, bro. It is very scary. All right, so what's your most toxic trait? <laughs> this girl tried to say earlier she ain't got no toxic I don't traits. Have no toxic she traits. is a liar. I mean, I may have used cap. to. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. What's your most toxic trait? Um, I don't know. She always said it earlier. Let me let me expose her. She said it earlier. Yeah, don't don't try it. Don't try it. Don't try it. This is what she said. She said, "Oh, this is her. This is her. This is her." I get jealous. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm like, what? No, I'm not jealous over other people. Over, Okay, I'm a jealous person in a relationship. No, she's a psychopathic jealous woman. This is what she was trying to say earlier and she didn't want to say it. She'll get jealous that she sees you online giving your energy online rather than giving the energy to her. <laughs> Shut up. No, I never said that. <laughs> it's a lie. Women lie, men lie, but body language don't. Look at the body language. Look at it, look at it. That tells you everything. Yeah. So See me, I'm a type of guy. My to- my most toxic <laughs> trait for me is um is I can just switch off. Yeah. I can just not respond. I can be cold hearted too. No, but it's not even cold hearted. I just switch off. Mm. Like I'm talking about you could be sending me a million messages, I block you. I block yeah. you in every single thing and I'll just I'll kick back and I'll just relax. Yeah. And I won't say a damn word. Until Why I'm ready. Why would you do that to someone for no reason? No, it's not for no reason. It has to. There has to be a reason to it. For example, what's the, what's the reason? What do you mean? Why would you do that to somebody? Why what would, would I, they have had to have done to you for you to do that to them? What to make me just switch off? Yeah. They could be abusing me, bruv. Abusing you know, sometimes you're in a relationship. Abusing woman's you. Abusing you, bruv. After abusing you. This nigga just said about his temperament. <laughs> you're gonna take abuse from him. I'm. I'm in a relationship. I'm gonna take abuse because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm domestic, so I'm not domestic man. I'm not a domestic man. Why would your woman be abusing you? But women abuse you for different reasons. Let me tell you a reason why a woman abused me once, yeah? She said, you never sent me a morning text. I was like, bruv, are you all right? Like, That's not abuse. 
No, but she started cussing me saying, what, you don't even care about a relationship because you never sent me a morning text and this is how it is. What, you could text everybody else but you can't text me. This is how I know the relationship's not going to work because you're just like, I'm just like, <laughs> bruv, I haven't even had a coffee yet, bruv. I haven't even drunk All a right, coffee. But with that, with that, if you're on your phone and you receive a message from your woman and you're on your phone, it takes two seconds to just say morning, babe. Like, what's that about? What do you mean? I might not want to respond to anybody. I might not respond to anyone. I might not even check my messages on that app. Some people have three phones. Some people have two phones. One business and one thingy. Now, the business phone might be the phone that you're calling me on or getting through to me on. I might be using my flipping phone. I might be listening to a podcast. I might be trying to mentally, on the way to work, prepare myself for this 10 hours of flipping working like a slave. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what you go through. Mm. Don't just be judgmental. I could have the worst sleep in the night. She don't know nothing. She just say, you ain't responding to me. You don't love me. You don't care for me. You're psycho, blood. Leave me alone. Or she's abusing you. She's saying to you, um, you was on your phone too much last night. All right, cool. You was on your phone as well. Yeah, but you was on more. I want to spend time with you. Yeah, but no, that's silly. Come on. No, and then she's that's making silly. a big hoo heart about it. I don't get abused anymore. I'm living a good life. But what I'm saying is, in relations, I've been abused. My women have abused me, told me all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? And when I get that abuse, I go into a mold. Mm. I go into a mold. Either two things. I'm actually super spiteful with my words. Like, I'll mm. say the most horrible shit. Like, the stuff that I'll come out with is it's not even real it's like i'm not gonna say it on camera but i'll say the most spiteful stuff you have to give us an example nope i'm not gonna say nothing i'm not gonna give it i'm not giving out all the all the secrets (laughs) but i'm saying i might say the most spiteful thing directed Mm. at that person Mm. at that moment in their life i might say it or i'm gonna stay silent and that's my staying silent has saved me from more evil so that's why now before them spiteful thoughts come to my head and I think you really think you feel like that you could do something like that to a woman like them spiteful thoughts will make you turn against your woman for real what do you mean so the spiteful thoughts that you back away from because if you followed through with them you said they're evil yeah Mm. evil you said so what would you do what would you how would you react towards her spiteful thoughts spiteful thoughts meaning spiteful words that I can say back not spiteful actions let's just get that right Mm. because I'm not into the smashing or doing anything that's corrupted against anyone Mm. I don't I don't don't like that for myself and I won't like that for anyone I was Mm. with a woman once and she smashed stuff in my house Yeah, I had to kick her out of my yard because you see when you break something in my yard Mm. that stuff's dead to me I don't know I don't care if I can buy it again Mm-hmm. I wanted that one, yeah? I don't care about yeah, all the other ones I'm you like buy. That. You can buy six replacements, mm. but I'm still mad about the first one. I've mm. still got an emotional attachment to it. I'm one of the guys, I'll try and salutate the first one back together because I actually want it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so mm. in my mind, I'll be real with you. Like, I'm not spiteful in, in what actions. It's spiteful in the words that I'm going to say. So things that I'll say to you will burn your skin because I'm Jamaican and I've got that fire in my belly where I say something mad to you that you it will never leave your head. But mm. instead of me saying that to you, I'll rather stay silent. And that's what I said to you. Being silent has caused me, has, has saved Safety. me from a lot of evil and a lot of um, regrets. Because, yeah, you know, just walking away, isn't it? I mean, I've walked away from a lot of things that I could potentially have flipped out on. But not... Not against the partner, well, actually, that's a lie. Against the partner, for sure. Yeah, so now I don't I don't say bad things. I just, 
Oh, you're gonna do that? Cool. I won't even say anything. You won't just you just won't hear from me. Mm. You'd be thinking, why hasn't he hollered? I just I ain't hollered. I feel like to me, a lot of men need to learn this because it teaches you how to communicate effectively. Because you see, when you, you're rage, yeah? mm-hmm. whatever you do at that moment is based of anger. Of emotion, yeah. And that's why I say to a you lot don't of people. Have time to and think this about is why, it. like, for me, that's why I said that. Like, Islam was a perfect religion for me because it would say things like, don't get angry. Now, anger was something that I suffered through my mm. whole life, getting angry. And I remember when I was younger and I was doing counselling, the guy would say, when you get angry, what do you see? And I remember I said to him, I see red. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even realise what's happening until it's over. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know how dangerous that is? Yeah, because... That's I'm how youths kill other youths. You, have you ever heard of someone getting stabbed 25 times, 30 times? What? You After the out. first four sheffings, look. Look, out. look. Mm-hmm. 17. This is not even 17 yet. Twenty. That's 25 stabs. Mm. How ma- I must have lost my mind at that moment to stab him like that. I don't... Mm. It went, the judge asked me, why do you stab him that much times? I'm looking at him thinking, I only I thought I stabbed know. him twice. Mm. But I was in such a frenzy that I didn't even realise I stabbed him. So you see that moment that I realised that I'll see red? I didn't, I didn't like seeing red because it's like I'm blurred vision. Mm. It's like I can't even see what's going on. I don't know if there's police or there's kids. I don't know what's going on. All I'm seeing is this blood. Mm. And then I, it's like my head's gone to another place. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm in some world where it's just like violence on you. Yeah. So see that moment there, I had to find out what anger was. And that's why Islam helped me because it said, don't get angry. And I was like, what? Mm. There's times you have to get angry. And then I started to learn to control myself, control myself, control myself. And then, you know, um, I learned self-restraint personally mm. growing up i've done lots of courses that i don't bear things i'm not going to sit here and say that like, i haven't done things to help me you know to help myself become a better person and that's why i am who i am today and i'm happy that you people are only seeing me for who i am today because if you saw me back then there'd just be every podcast you'd be shouting in anger and i'd probably be mashing up hosts and <laughs> no getting mad at people for no reason and <clears throat> smashing you would have no guests yeah no so that's why now I feel like um, <clears throat> my, to- my most toxic trait is that, that if I'm getting out. abused in my relationship, I just, I just, I go silent, I ghost. Mm. You know, I, do, I ghost from social media as well, so the person don't know where I'm, what I'm up to. Mm. I ghost from all socials. You know, I won't post nothing, nothing. I just ghost. Mm. You don't know where I am. Because sometimes you'll ghost from her on the phone, but then you're on your Insta, so she sees you. Or you're on your Snap, so she sees you. So she's like, you ain't really nowhere, my G. You what, you mm. up in Kensington, yeah? I what, you in that restaurant, yeah? Like, she's watching hard. But me, I'm ghosting off everything. Like, you're not going to see me, like, until I want you to. And then I write something smart. It's proper cryptic. Encrypted messages. And I'm saying... Such as... Hmm? Example. You can't give examples. He wants me to give examples. But he gives examples about everything else, right? You can't Spill get examples. Bit. This is real life stuff here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it is what it is. Man chat about a shit, bro. That's all I know. Go on. Bruv, you're the jealous type that'll probably <laughs> cut your man's throat because you want to go through his phone. That's no, I your don't type. need to go through the phone. If I feel like I need to go through the phone, I'm bouncing or I'm No, you're not you bouncing. It. You're going to want to go through the I'm phone. I'm asking. Because curiosity killed the cat. I am asking because I've been there before I learned my lesson. I wouldn't want to see anything that's going to hurt me, so I'll ask. You ask? 
I will ask. And from your response, yeah, by the way, I will know whether you're lying or if there's something in the phone or whatever the case may be. I will know. From how by the way, Larry, can you tell me, are you cheating on me? Yeah. I wouldn't say it like By the that. way, of course, I'm, would, I've got you know, ten gal on the go. What do you go say out, then? I would book a restaurant. No, cool, cool. I, no, no. You ask him, are you cheating on me? And he says, yeah, I'm fucked about ten gal this week. What are you saying now? I'm leaving. You're leaving. Yeah. So, what was the point of him telling you the truth? Because I would rather know, and rather than have my man out there with how much different women, and then coming back to me like I'm an idiot, and I'll have them in it. See you later. What about you, woman, doing uh, it to the man? That's. Yeah, leave her. Don't stay with her. No, no, I'm saying, what about the woman doing that to the man, though? What, what about the woman doing that, then? What do what, you mean? It's, if she's doing that to the man, maybe the shoes on the other foot. What, she's cheating on the man? Yeah. And he asks her? Yeah. And she said, yeah, well, she'd have to be honest, no? She has to be honest. Well, she should be. I mean, you get to an age where there's just, what's the point in lying, no? We're not in the school playground anymore. If you want to ask me something, you want to do live. I'll tell you the truth. You might not like it, but that's you how my last relationship ended. So I remember last time you said you said you can be a hundred percent truthful in a relationship. Yeah, that's rubbish. Okay, how? Because, like I said, and I say it again, you can never be a hundred percent in a relationship because you to be a hundred percent, you have to start mentioning things about that person that. That are, are in. I think not lying, but telling your woman sometimes that she looks good and she doesn't is is actually a skill. Yeah, but I know when I don't look good. I don't need my man to tell me. Oh no, you got this look in the mirror that day. Won't be like, fuck me, I'm a hot mess. Today. No, because you <laughs> might. He might have a standard. You know what I'm saying? Some men got standards. Bang, but some men don't have no standards. So imagine a man has no standards. Yeah. He don't even know what a girl looking good look. Because if you go back to his ex-log, his ex-log is mad, some dead girl. So now he's got of a kind of prestige girl. He's thinking that you're thingy, but imagine he ups in life now. He gets his money up. He starts to become rich. The whole dynamic's going to change. What, for the ex? No, for you. If he gets his... Most men in bad positions in their life, yeah? When they get themselves together... They're breaking Are you up talking about again. a current partner or an ex-partner? Current partner. Mm. If you're with someone and that person's telling you the truth all the time mm. and he thinks, oh, you look good, you look good, you look good. It's maybe because he's just used to being with shit and mm. you look decent. Mm. But you might say, I look dead because you're always being on a high level. Does mm. that make sense? So, I don't know. I don't think you can be 100% truthful in every relationship. Like, oh, you, you're fat. Oh, you need the nose job. Imagine man start saying to you, your lips ain't big enough. Get your lips done. I know my lips ain't big enough. I need filler still. But that's my life. You don't like, need no filler. If, See, if, if a girl's like, comfortable in her wait, skin, what I'm saying, what why, do you, why do you need that? For what reason? To look what way? So I've got a top lip. It doesn't matter if you've got a top lip or not. When I smile, my lip disappears. Ooh. <laughs> like anybody cares. You're the only person that's seen that. Nobody else mm. cares. Nobody in the world cares. This is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes we have insecurity about things that the whole world don't even see. I, like I was that guy once. I would look in the mirror and say, no one's going to be with me because I've got this mad scar on my face. What, your Harry Potter scar in the middle? <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> Looks like Harry Potter. She's taking the mic, bruv. 
It should say a lot like Harry Potter. This scar is legendary. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> what I'm saying is, I used to think... I used to feel insecure about this. Mm. Got to a point where I stopped thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with myself. Love me or hate me, I am me. But scars, I'm like, well, actually, I have insecurities about some scars. So, yeah, I get it. I have no insecurities. You're not listening to me. I'm happy in who I am. Mm. I'm loving who I am. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie to you. If you see the videos on my phone that I take on myself, you would have thought man, thought man was super nice. Yeah, I mean, Fact. but you gotta be your own biggest fan, no? What do you mean? You've got. If you don't love yourself, no one else is gonna love you. If you don't think you're beautiful, no one else will. It's start. It's energy. I just know that I'm, I'm the pengest guy in the world. <laughs> I can't cope with this guy. Man. I'll be in the mirror, be doing all kinds okay. of like. Well, let me get a fresh trim today, and the way I'll be walking, around, my confidence levels will be different. I yeah. feel like my barber, like see how women put makeup on. Mm. My barber is is the same way. That that's what my barber does for me. Okay. When I get that fresh trim and my things looking spanking, mm. I'm up again. I'm up. So I think most get, men. When you like, get in a trim, huh? When you get out for a trim. One guy for a trim. Mm. Might link my barber today. Hold tight, Mike. So man's feeling Hill. insecure right now. You get me? Get no, 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 no. I love even when this. You know the funny thing is, even if I feel insecure, there's always someone out there that's gonna love you. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. Mm. The things that you might not love about yourself, there's someone, someone out there that will love. love. Yeah. And I had a girl once, and she had some mad nose, and she used to cuss her nose. But I'll be honest with you, I used to find the nose cute. I used to look mm. at the nose and think it was nice. But it was her biggest insecurity. But I'd think, nah, man, you know, I'll be honest, like, even though you think it is what it is, mm. I actually love it. Like, I loved mm. her nose, like, weird enough. Mm. And she would love mad things about me. She'd be like, yeah, I love that you, that and other stuff. And I was like, what? Like, so people will love you for your insecurities. And mm. I feel that's when you have to start loving yourself. Mm. because you don't realize how nice you actually are you see what we do is we compare ourselves to everybody in the world mm-hmm. and how everybody looks yeah. when in hindsight no, we, without we, even knowing though people do that some people do it to extremes some people don't realize they're doing it i'm never comparing myself to anyone because i'm the most nicest person in my world mm. and if anyone's got a problem with that then you know you've got some insecurities if someone says i'm ugly i look at them and think you're ugly because my beauty... Someone shouldn't tell another person they're ugly. If, if you're calling somebody ugly... No, there's some ugly, people that are butters, but I'm not one of them. But that's the truth. Yeah, but if you're calling somebody ugly, because everyone's beautiful in their own way. So if you are calling somebody else ugly, there's something about yourself that you don't like. But yeah, no, man. Me personally, you can't call me ugly. i tell you that from now, girl. Man's, man's, man's the... You know, you know how, who I am. I'm the real CEO of the dark skin society. Me, <laughs> I, I created the dark skin society. When man them were going down and trying to bleach their skin, I stood ten toes for us. Yeah, this dark skin you right here. I stood ten toes for the dark skin brothers. Yeah, you know who I am, bro. I'm the real CEO of DSS. And when I get my trim. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a picture of me before and after. I'm going to get my trim today and get my before and after and you can see how I look. The real CEO. Say no more. You heard it first right there. <laughs> I have to say, you're too funny. I can't take it. I can't take you serious. You can take me serious. I can't. Yes, you can. All right, so... Um, how do you deal with fake love? 
From who? A partner? From friends. From friends. Do you ever get, do you ever receive fake love? Yeah. A lot. How do you deal with it? I just cut people off. Now that I know how to recognise it. Before I didn't see it. Because I was, I wear my heart on my sleeve, man. So I'm just, I'm open with everybody and I, I take what everybody says for gospel. So if you're going to tell me something, I'm going to accept it unless you prove to me that it's something else. So I've got bitten, like once bitten, twice shy in it. But I've been bit a lot of times by the people. I said the people. same thing on my my last episode, just the episode I've done today. I said, mm-hmm. well, um, a wise person is not bitten from the same hole twice. Mm-hmm. But man's been 100%. bitten from the same hole twice still. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit on and lie. But I'm not going to get bitten for the third time. 100%. Mm. With one particular person, I think I gave her a few chances still. Names? No names. <laughs> she don't want to give the names. <laughs> I want she juicy content. Because we don't chat no more. And we will never chat again. So Bloody hell. Hope you enjoy your life, babe. Oh, damn. Sounded serious. I'll never speak to you again. I got nothing to say. I don't wish no malice on nobody. I hope their life is successful and everything she gets she wants. Mm. But I'll never say hello. Well, I would never. I would walk past her like a stranger. Crazy. <sighs> okay, man. We're gonna wrap up, man. Um, what's the show? Um, you got a show coming out soon, if I'm right. Yeah. What's your number? It's a dating show, guys. Come DM me. Come on the show in it. It's gonna be a good one. You're gonna love it. Should be airing real soon. We should start filming this week. Love it. Love mm. it. Can I come? I'm not invited, am I? Mm, you no. wasn't. <laughs> but you Bro, I must say I'm not invited. I don't want to be invited anyway. I'm too prestige. Now I walk in there. I, I, I walk in there and all the girls be like, they won't even feel. They'll be like, that's the one I want to be here with. And I'll be like, yeah. no, I'm taken, baby girl. Mm. Taken. So you can't come on that show then, no? Damn right, I can't. You weren't invited anyway, so... She said I weren't invited. I didn't invite myself. <laughs> I'll pull up. No, I'm joking. And we've got some only OnlyFans girls coming on, so it should be a real good show. Them OnlyFans girls, this, what, the UK ones? Yeah. Uh, they ain't even got no money, man. <laughs> these ones have. No, they don't, man. These ones have. So they're, they're like these ones, good girls. So if you want to date an OnlyFans girl, and they're beautiful, I'm going to post some pictures up soon. Come on, innit? DM me. <laughs> Man said OnlyFans girls. What do you think of OnlyFans? I would never be an OnlyFans. I'm saying, would you ever do OnlyFans? No. Why no. not? No, I'm not that person. Yeah, would you think it's degrading? A little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah. These single ladies that are out there with no kids, if that's your hustle, do your thing, innit? Unless I they personally got kids. So what if they got kids? I don't feel like you should do anything like that when you have children. Why? Because your children one day might... Yeah. 100%. Especially you got big children. You got big children. 100%. So your big youth might just be on the internet lurking on your thing mm-hmm. and see raw. And it, will, it will come back to bite you. Imagine it? this bridging comes to the yard and Listen, says, If you're going to do that, you've got to live that for your whole life. All right, cool. Imagine that you, this is mad. I'm going to say the maddest scenario ever. Mm. Your son's friends come around to the yard, yeah? And they're like, hey, what? You see your mum, yeah? Does she like do stuff that you don't know about? And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And, <laughs> like, and then your pom poms out the door. My man sees that. Mm. 
I'm telling you, my man, chef a man down in the throat. That man swim like a boat. That's what he's going to yeah, be on. Yeah, he definitely would be. Man be trying to slap up his mum. What the fuck? Man that would make a kid slap up their mum. Serious. No, they won't never slap up their mum. The kid would slap up their mum. They'll never right? slap up their mum. I, I, as a woman, yeah, if someone come to me with my mum on the phone, I'm slapping her up. I'm I'm beating her up, bruv. I don't care. I'll take myself to the police station after. But she is you getting beaten up, your mom. You're not beating up, mum. You're not beating up, mum. But what I'm bet. saying is, you want to bet? That is a mad situation to see your mum with her legs spread out, yeah, or a man thumping at your mum. Mad. Yeah, I'm slapping her up, bruv. I have to see that. Are you mad, bruv? No. That's crazy. If I saw my mum do it, I'm not even thinking about them things. There, them things are corrupted. No. But um, like, comment, and subscribe. You know, it is rare talks. We're out, man. Love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Episode. So Shout out to my co-host as well again, Nats. Not from the lowdown. Mm-hmm. She's just Nats now. So shout out to yep. Nats. You're Get me it. up on my Insta, guys. Nats underscore twenty seven. Don't know. Love.